This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic and you're listening to another episode here on the Mindful Experiment. As each week we come out with an interview of someone who shares their wisdom and their knowledge with us to have a conversation to, to share with all of you. This week we had Michelle Boulay on the podcast, and it was a great combo. A lot of crossover. We kind of had similar upbringings in different rounds, but a lot of the lessons and the nuggets were all there. But to dive in, Michelle Boulay is a transformational business and life coach who helps compassionate business owners and creative entrepreneurs all over the world clarify and manifest their visions with more confidence, impact, and alignment towards their truth. She runs a multi-six-figure coaching business offering online group programs, private coaching, speaking, in-person retreats, and teaching. Her work draws from over 20 years of practice in somatic therapies, energy medicine, mindset psychology, spirituality, and her award-winning international career in dance. Sit back, relax. This is a good one as we share a lot of good life nuggets, a lot of good wisdom to help you level up and unleash your potential, make more money, and so much more. Without any further ado, here is Michelle Boulay. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have you on. I looked you up. I did my due diligence and um, just talking to you a little bit before we jump on it. Um, I know this is going to be a good combo and there's some good already 
uh, cross stories here, the things you've, you've experienced, I've experienced, and I think this is going to make a really good combo. So my listeners know how I kind of do things already. I like to dive right in, no waiting around. So share with us, if you don't mind, your story, your journey, your why of what you're doing today, how you ended up where you are right now. Yeah. So currently I work as a life and business coach. I have a background in energy healing and in dance. And I essentially started dancing when I was about five years old uh, and have been doing it now for, gosh, wait, how many decades is that? (laughs) Close to maybe four, over four. Um, I can't remember. But through that journey, I got injured a lot. Um, I, I had to recover from that and learn ways to grow from disappointment. And not only was that like a physical ankle sprain or something like that, but just the disappointment of not getting something. And somehow early on, I I learned how to turn that around. I think I had some good help from my parents too. Um, But all that, that disappointment kind of led me into studying. How can I make this work? What, what more can I learn from this? And so I, you know, from major disappointments in high school, didn't even know what I was going to do. Went to college, found dance again, moved to New York a week later, had a, had an award-winning international career in dance um, for 21 years, 21 years based in New York city. And during that time, of course I'd get injured again. And I just started nerding out and studying the, the different things I was interested in, whether it was different body-based practices, energy healing, quantum theory. Um, and then eventually And I started an energy healing practice in 2008. So I was doing that alongside touring around the world and performing and teaching. And eventually there was a point because I was an artist in New York City. It's not a lucrative career for the most part, Um, but I was making it work. And there was a point where I was like, you know what? I want to figure out how to make more money. And it it was almost like I was almost afraid to admit that, but something clicked in where I could see like, I need to figure this out. Otherwise my life is not going to change. And that just opened me up to so many principles about what I like to call spiritual prosperity and growing my business and being able to make huge quantum leaps of 10 times in my income in a very short amount of time. Um, because I was, I was learning and studying these laws and figuring out truth and wading through all the stuff I was told about success and money again, at another level. I had already had a successful career, but it wasn't, it wasn't prosperous in, in a, in a material way. And we are spiritual beings in material bodies. So studying that took me down this other whole paradigm shift of like, wow, this growing a business is spiritual growth. Um, being able to be a Reese, uh, be a vehicle for money you know, it was the same for me as, as a dancer. I spent 10 to 10 thousands of hours becoming a vehicle for energy and for movement and money is the same thing. So that's where I've landed. And I help my clients do things like that. Um, come into their own empowerment. As I said to you earlier through love and through really studying what is the truth for that person and what is the truth of the universe. I love that. I love how you bring it up too, like, you know, money and, and spirituality and so forth. It was a hard thing for me to overcome um, years ago. And, and I'll never forget the book, Wallace Waddles. I read the book, Science of Getting Rich, and it yeah. just shifted perspective. I'll never forget the quote, you know, God wants you to be rich and here's why. And it was just Isn't like, crazy? <laughs> yeah, you're like, all right, hold on here. Wait a minute. That makes a lot of sense now. I never was told that before. And it just started to reframe things like, oh, no, wait a minute. This is this is what uh, and it's, it's then tying in all the spiritual truths and principles and universal laws and all that stuff to just to align to that statement. I was like, 
Yeah, I think I need to change my perspective on things a little bit um, when, when it comes to the, those those kinds of things. And, and um, you know, what was like one of the, did you have like negative limited belief systems with money? Were there things that you had to go through? Uh, you know, mind, if you don't mind sharing, like what would that may have been? Yeah, of course. It was um, people with money are over there. Uh, people with money are high maintenance, um, selfish, you know, you know, I was raised Catholic. So I had that, like, I had misinterpretations of those texts in some ways that it's like the humility or to go through the eye of the needle or the gates of heaven. I can't remember all the quotes, but like with nothing, you know, but I mean, but what, what you get, you, what you get to develop as you find prosperity and align to that, you know, because one, one quote that helped me was, um, money and opportunities come from God or the universe or spirit through people um, was just that that cannot happen unless I become a different person. So I had to erase, like, I mean, how beautiful is that to erase these divisions that we are taught around people, the haves and the haves have nots, you know, or people with money or people without money. Um, you know, this, yeah, all the other things, selfish, self-centered, uh, just, just a lot of different things. And of course, because I was in the artist community too, there was, I, I love my artists, but I'm not, I'm just going to say it. There's a lot of victim mentality in there because we're, we're just not taught and it's not, it's not blame at all. It's just, we need new information to be able to shift things. No, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it's, it's the same thing we see in like, even with chiropractors, it's one of those things where they come from a very, um, I don't want to say poverty mindset, but it is like that to a certain degree, or sometimes a chiropractor is very passionate. And then at the same time, they're like, but no, I, I you know, patient can't afford or this and that, then that's fine. I'll just give him pre care. And I'm always like, I understand there are certain circumstances and you want to have a system, but you know, or, or but at the same time, there's, you don't, you know, it's a business and so forth. So there's like that middle ground, but, um, but knowing that you, um, I love when you brought up how your business is really, you know, the aspect of the spiritual journey and businesses are all just at the end of the day, um, and a reflection of you in, in, in that process. And if you can, you can use, at least I I've done that where my business became my spiritual teacher like teaching me and what I got to work on right now, how do I have to evolve to be a better person and, 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 and clear, learn things so that I can be better at manifesting the reality of what I want to create. Definitely. I'm kind of like smiling and laughing as you say this, because it's like, Oh man, it's a reflection, you know, it's like, <laughs> Oh boy, here's something, here's another place for me to grow or see, like I'm procrastinating. I'm avoiding the thing I'm afraid of, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a total retraining of our minds in terms of running a business versus everything we're taught in school about getting a job. You know, we're, we're not trained in that mentality. So it's, you know, just the growth of, okay, I know I have to put this video up or, and then it's like, why am I spending a gazillion hours doing this? Because there's some hole in my heart that says I'm not good enough unless it looks like all of this, you know, and that, that will make your business uh, run out of business, <laughs> you know, like procrastinating on those small details. So it's just, it's, it's amazing character builder. And, you know, I think the thing that that allows a person to do is realize that truth of the personal empowerment. Like we can only take a person as far as we've gone ourselves. So, and I think there's a lot of like, 
not understanding, I mean, I'm just going to keep saying this, like what true empowerment is to then truly be able to help another person. And that's what I want to do. I want to be able to help other people from, from the inside out. I love that so much. Resonate with that hundred percent. And it's funny. You said Catholic raising. Uh, yeah, that, that was me, Roman Italian Catholic. And it's funny because the one quote I have always heard, which is actually a miss, it's actually missing, not fully shared because you always hear about money and saying, well, money is the root of all evil. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and I had someone call me out on this because I was just like, hey, is money the root of all evil? And a lot of people are coming out going, that's not the full quote. I'm like, I know what the full quote is. I'm doing this for a reason. Um, but at the same token, it's, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. And I, and, and that I had to, when I started, I mean, I've read the Bible twice in my life and it happened the beginning of high school and at the end of high school. Why don't I have no idea? I was just following my Catholic roots, but long story short, now I'm going back and I'm revisiting quotes and stuff that have spiritual truth and align to a lot of other things. And it's funny when I when I read that one all the time, I'm always like, oh yeah, the root, the love of money is the root of all evil. And I had to unprogram that out of my mind years ago because of the teachings and so forth that I went through in that process. Um, and I think just for people out there, that's I think that's where money becomes the the, the negative side of it. But other than that, it's it's really uh, it's it allows us to have opportunities and growth and 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 really share our gifts and it maximizes our gifts to the fullest. Um, what would you say, uh, I, I grew up playing baseball for 25 years, loved the game, loved the life lessons that came from it more than anything else. That's what I really love the most. What would you say was your biggest, um, lesson you got from dance? One thing that I share with my clients a lot, because this, this happens as someone's going for transformation and growth is we see the problem, right? So it's like, they just start to get obsessed with the problem in some ways, And I would say, you know, I can just, I've been on so many stages in different places in the world, like so many performances, and I was not focusing on how badly the performance might go. And it's such a simple like framework adjustment, but I was like, how how, I'm going to make this work. Like, this is going to be the best thing ever. And that's like, right. I'm giving a message to the universe. Like, this is going to be great. And, and we, and I take my focus using the law of polarity right? To focus on it's going to work out. It's going to be amazing. And even within that, every single quote unquote mistake that comes up is in service of it becoming more and more amazing, is in service of my learning. So I always say like, focus on where you want to go, not where you don't want to go. Because a lot of times that means we're actually looking at the fear and subconsciously we're focusing, we're focused on the fear and we will create the fear. I want to say one other thing too is, and it's, it's related, but it's, it's a different framework. I knew just like as a young kid stand behind the good dancer. So it's the same thing, right? Like you're not going to learn from the person that doesn't know how to do it. You're going to learn from the person who's actually done it already. So that was something I would, Oh my God, there's just so many, but I'll, I'll just say those two to start. I know, and I know there's endless ones you can pick from, but I, and, and, uh, but I love why you're bringing the aspect of it when you like, even from baseball, I wasn't, well, I guess there were some points in my career in the beginning in high school. I remember I was, uh, looking at like, okay, I'm going against this guy or I'm going to face this person. They're really good. I, this is what I've done before. There's a good chance that can happen again. And I would get caught into that pattern. And then there's times where I just let things go and just be in the moment and enjoy it and just say, you know what, I'm going to go and just do this and then just get hyper focused on the most simplest thing. And from that simple thing, good, most of the time, good things came from it. And then I was like, huh, interesting. So if I just focus on something real small and just like put all my energy there and not focus on anything else, 
then there's a good chance that things will come and work out. And it usually did. And it was a huge shift in my career in baseball, um, like monumentally to where I was like, wow, I can, everyone's like, what's going on with you? What are you training? What are you doing? What's this? I'm like, I am still practicing the same. I haven't done anything different there. I still do my extra trainings, my extra workouts, all that was the same, but it was literally just one little tweak to make that huge shift. So when we talk about helping a person reach their full potential, what is potential mean to you? Like what, what is that? What does that whole phrase mean? Yeah. Literally, sometimes I just use nature as an, as an easy example, right? Like, and a lot of times I don't have any right now, but usually I have flowers around. I just have that eucalyptus behind me, <laughs> but it's, it's that, that a person can fully bloom, you know, the way that nature is, everything is moving into its potential. It's not like, oh, should I just, should I shut this down a little bit? Because there's that bigger guy, bigger tree next door. It's like, no, let's just like keep going into that expression. And I do feel like we have, yes, we have our genetic DNA, just like the plants and everything, animals around us, but we have our spiritual DNA too. And I, I really do believe that our own personal growth contributes to just our evolution as a species, as a human species. So I think every single person is so unique in what they offer. And actually I learned this from energy healing, um, the system that I was working with we were taught like you could have 50 people come in with the exact same ligament tear or the exact same cold, but you would have 50 different treatments for each of them. There is no one size fits all. And there's a beauty in that. What I loved about that is it acknowledged the person in their wholeness. It acknowledges their, their unique past and their unique potential. So all of this um, coming into potential is how do you bring the utmost care to yourself? And to discovering who you are, what you want, what you're here to do, and knowing that by design, one, it'll probably be a slightly uh, scary journey because, you know, we have to build courage, but two, it's going to be the most rewarding and it's going to be the most generous. And I think, you know, I I work with a lot of people who really care about others and it's that, that jump of like, oh man, is this being selfish if I tell my son he's got to move out now that he's 42 or, you know, or, um, you know, just like take time and don't go to like remove myself from this board meeting. You know, it's like, no, there's something you're being called to focus on. Like you're worth it. This thing is worth it. And that's how, you know, there's a lot of different belief systems we have to break down too, as well, to be able to step into our potential. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break here. Here is a word from our sponsor. The folks at BioOptimizers have done it again. They just released their new and approved formula for Magnesium Breakthrough, the most powerful magnesium supplement on the market today. This product was already amazing, but BioOptimizers have continued to research and improve it. This new fourth generation formula means Magnesium Breakthrough is now even more potent and effective for reducing stress, improving sleep, and boosting energy levels. If you're already taking Magnesium Breakthrough, you'll want to try the new formula as soon as you can because it now includes cofactors like B6, manganese that help with the absorption of magnesium. And if you ever tried Magnesium Breakthrough before, now is the perfect time to try it. Here's why. For the deepest healing of many health benefits, Dr. Mark Circus says there is going to be only one answer and that answer is magnesium. Why does he say that? Two very important reasons. First, magnesium is involved in 80% of the body's metabolic reactions. 
And second, about 75% of people are not getting enough magnesium. This is a much bigger problem than most people think because when you don't get enough magnesium, you suffer from poor sleep, low energy, and even higher stress levels. And every bottle of Magnesium Breakthrough, you'll get seven unique forms of organic full-spectrum magnesium, which can dramatically improve your health. It can help you sleep longer and deeper, reduce stress levels and help you feel calm, and give you abundant all-day energy to win at life. And because it supports mental wellness, Magnesium Breakthrough can help you finally feel like yourself again. Simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed by the improvements in your mood and your energy levels and how much more rested you'll feel when you wake up. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash Dr. Vic and use Dr. Vic, that's D-R-V-I-C 10 during checkout to save 10% and get free shipping. Oh, and one last thing. If you want your loved ones to be healthier, consider giving them the gift of magnesium breakthrough for Mother's Day, Father's Day, or even a spring birthday. All right, let's get back to this rocking episode. And is it, why is it that some people have uh, don't uh, um, don't achieve it, or they don't become aware of it? What like what blocks them? from from going from that point A, and I know it's not truly linear, point A to point B. It is to a certain degree, but as you know, there's many different facets to work your way through that, but what are some things that like block an individual from achieving or under, being aware of their potential? Yeah, I think one of the first things is that um, we're not always taught that it's okay to want something because as maybe your listeners know this already, you know, but before we're seven years old, we can't reject any of the belief systems that we're being just, um, we're inundated with. That's just, that's our human development. Our conscious mind doesn't start to develop until after seven. There's that Jesuit saying, I'm probably getting it slightly backwards, but show me the, the boy, boy at seven and I'll show you the man or it's, you know, all that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but what I find with people either as I'm working with them or before I work with someone, I always ask them the question, what do you want? And it's interesting how, we're just, well, I want, you know, our subconscious is like, well, I want what mom and dad said and what the clergy said and what I learned at school rather than like, what is the unique expression of you and what you want? You know, we get those, those messages, like, don't do that. Like, who do you think you are to want that? Like, you're going to make your mom upset by being so loud and creative or whatever it is, you know? So it's just like, we get these things that shut down our unique expression and our desire. Desire means of the father, of the spirit, of the stars, that spirit speaking through us. So I know from my own personal journey, and this is what I help clients with too, I had to get really honest about what I wanted. A big part of that step was you know, what I said earlier, I wanted to learn how to make more money. And I, if I didn't acknowledge that truth, I would not have been able to create my business to the scale that I have now and that it continues to grow. So, you know, what happens instead is we, we shut those things down. We, we have shame, we have guilt, we develop secrets and it comes out in distorted ways. You know, it, it's, um, it's not a direct expression. It's like, well, you know, it's like you're, you're, you're actually trying to bend your finger that way backwards instead of the way it's meant to bend. It doesn't work. You know, it's not in integrity with the person. So I, I think it's, it's what do you want? And again, that you're worthy of deserving this because that's another message we get too. the, the, um, 
what is it like at least 90% of our thoughts are repetitive. I think this, 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 the statistic is higher and at least 70 for 75% of those thoughts are negative or self-sabotaging. So what do you want? And also you deserve it. You are love. You are divine. You are worthy. And those are huge things that like, sometimes that's just the core of what allows a person to take that next step or leap. No, I couldn't agree more, especially the worthy part. I mean, it's, it's, I know for me that that was a huge part and a lot of people I work with too. It's like they, we get down to certain things and they're, they're good at like projecting goals and what they want to achieve. And then it's like, okay, what's that? And then can you really see that being there? Well, it sounds good. Yeah, I can do it. And then when finally they hit, I go, because people can always talk a good game, but then it comes to when you hit that first wall, which is going to, there's going to be many walls on that journey. And then it's like, well, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this is not like, whoa, 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 you, yeah. you, you weren't this, you can choose and create, you can have what you want. You can, you can do all this. There's just certain rules to the game called life. And once you know them, everything can just be applied. And it really shifts that, that whole, that whole, the whole paradigm of your life. Mm-hmm. And I love how you bring up the word with desire and spirit and stuff like that. That's great. That's just for the listeners. Definitely that sound truth there to understanding that, you know, I always say, if you can see it within your minds, if you can see it within yourself, you're destined to have it. Um, and it's, and sometimes it's spirit telling you or God or whoever you want to call that, that name um, that is, is saying, Hey, you, if you can imagine it, you can have it. It's that simple. Yeah. And, and so then my question to you then is why is it that is as simple as these, I'm talking to you like, yep, this is simple. This is that. Why is it so hard then for humans to adapt to this or understand this, or just even just say, well, okay, maybe it is as simple rather than being as we make it so much harder than it is. Well, for whatever reason, we humans make things complicated. <laughs> and I think it's, it's like, it's the ancestral stories. It's like, it's all the the messages we receive from other places that just haven't been aligned. And again, like I really see this as a larger spectrum of our coming into alignment. Um, so I, I think that's that's where we struggle. It's like, what is the truth? We don't know what the truth is. Um, and and once we can start to understand that, as you said, there's rules to life. But somehow, here's here's something else. Like I just working with a client about this. Um, we think the rules or the, the something should happen according to our rules. Right. And a lot, sometimes that's even like, sometimes there's maybe as a child, you didn't get things. And so you like, there's this stubborn energy got developed and it's like, well, it's supposed to happen this way. It never, you know, or we, we develop these patterns as kids and, and that wounded inner child. That's some of the work I do with my clients too. Let's see like what's really going on there because that's the place where we shut down desire. We shut down who we are. And once we start to look at that, we realize, oh, I'm the person that actually can provide the love that I'm looking for, or that can be, can say, yes, something is possible because mom and dad aren't over there saying like, no, you can't have this. And then all of a sudden you just develop this stubborn part of your personality that just wants to be stubborn all your life instead of, oh, wait a second, I'm 42 or whatever. Mom and dad don't have power over me. I can find another way to do this. I don't have to go against that energy. That's like the law of non-resistance, right? Like Sometimes people think like, I have to be able to resist, resist, resist. It's like, no, there's like step back. There is another route to get to where you want to go. And one beautiful image, um, if you know the book, Working with the Law uh, by Raymond Hollywell, he talks about, there's a chapter on the law of non-resistance and he talks about a stream. 
hitting some pebbles, hitting some boulders. And the stream's not like, this is how I interpret it. (laughs) The stream is not like, oh my God, a pebble, let's go back. You know, it's like, okay, let, there's another route here. We'll go under, or the stream develops more and more power until it pushes the pebble over on its way to the river, on its way to the ocean where everything is connected. So it's not like, ah, the boulders, there's, there's something else there. Like, let's not resist. And yes, these things are simple, but I think it's just, we need to allow ourselves to understand these principles and then to have a new experience because we can think this stuff all day long, but having the new experience is also the, the jump or the leap, because that's where the fear is going to hit. Cause it's going to go against our subconscious mind, our programming that thinks it's keeping us safe. So that's literally what will happen. You will be afraid anytime you're trying to change something and, and people who are successful learn how to do their best to study, understand, learn, and then act while they're afraid. And they fall, if they fall on their face, great. They're like, okay, what can I learn from this? Let me try it again rather than, oh, I'm not meant for this. And I think something else in here, <laughs> I love this stuff. It's just like letting your desire burn. Like Napoleon Hill would say, your desire, like you are, and again, that goes back to the worthiness. You are worthy of this. Let that flame in your heart build. Let that courage build. That will take you through the fear. Couldn't agree more with that. And and that's, you know, like Viktor Frankl said, you know, know your why and it'll, it'll overcome anyhow. And I think using metaphors or analogies like a river, I use that a lot with flow and path of least resistance and all these different things. But I love the analogy, right? Water's flowing. There's a big boulder. It, you know, hey, it's not freaking out. It's just it's and sometimes it's going for the ride. It needs the bump to move to get to another area or it's going to help structuralize the water, give it more minerals, help it to become more structured based. So it's higher vibration. There's a lot of things that the reason why rocks exist, too. But it's it's always there for the purpose. But um, I, I just I love the simple analogy like that. People can grasp it. and and if you're sitting there going, I can see it, maybe not. Go look. Go 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 to the closest creek you have near you or river, and just watch how the water flows at ease. Um, and to me, whenever I think of water, I always think of Bruce Bruce Lee's comment. You know, have your mind be like water, mm-hmm. and it's the kind of same thing. Because if you have that fixed mindset in life, it's just you're gonna it's gonna be a harder road, and it doesn't have to be that way. But a lot of times. Humans, for some reason, and I'm human too, it's one of those things where like even to make change, we have to be down on our knees and be sick and tired of being sick and tired before we make a change. And that's why I educate my patients on a lot. And I'm always like, you don't have to go, you didn't have to go all the way to this point before you had to make that choice. We can prevent all that from happening way ahead of time. And you can stay on and keep the momentum and keep your energy high so you can do and achieve, achieve whatever it is you desire. So question I want to ask is to, you brought up money. Patient, people get so into money in so many ways. I remember Matthew McConaughey was sharing in, in one of his videos I was listening to, and he talked about how when he went to New Orleans and he was checking out, he went to a voodoo shop and he was looking at all the potions they had on the wall. And he goes, it always fascinates me every time I go. If you look at all the different potions that exist to help individuals, the one with money is always gone or the most utilized one. But yet it's the opposite. Most people don't are not achieving that. What are some of the blocks that people have when it comes to, and then we may have talked about a little bit of this already, but what are some of the blocks that people have when it comes to just earning money and, and, and understanding the, the things, the journey you went through and things like that? I think what, like something you mentioned earlier is that we feel like we have to help everybody. 
sometimes like that was a big one for me. Like I, I was running a low cost holistic healthcare clinic, um, at the, this like dance center center slash church that was near the apartment I used to live in, in Brooklyn. And I loved it. Like I loved helping people. I loved bringing all these practitioners together to share their work. But at the end of the day, I was like, wait a second, I'm actually paying money to do this. And I'm, it's, it's a lot of energy and, and I just didn't have the resources to do that. Like I, you know, I, I donate a lot now, uh, financially, um, I will give my time for free to a lot of different spaces as well, but it's because I, I first understand, like I had to meet my basic needs. So I see a lot of people who, you know, there's a lot of emergencies out there. And I love, I actually heard Byron Katie say this, like there's your business, there's God's business and there's someone else's business. And you have to really, if you're paying attention to God's or someone else's business, you're not paying attention to your own business. No one's, no one's at home to take care of you. So I think there's something in here about staying your path. It's okay. You know, nature is self-centered. It is, it is reaching into the ground to, if we look at plants to like get as many nutrients as it can, it is reaching towards the sun to, to serve itself in the highest way. So I think like, that's one people try to take care of too many other people. Um, I think people are afraid to ask again, ask for what they really want. I know the first time I actually raised my prices because the only way a person is going to grow a business, for example, is there's a point where you can do so much and then you have to leverage or you hit diminishing return. And the first time I started working with a coach who helped me with the prosperity, I literally was like, like pulling my shirt up over my mouth like this, like (laughs) he was like, what do you want to charge? And I was like, you know, I didn't, I was like so embarrassed to say it. It took me months to put it on my website. And then actually when I finally put it on my website, you know, I had this belief system. I can't help the people that I love helping, which at that time was, I still do help a lot of dancers and artists, but that's, that's who it was at that time. And then lo and behold, I put that price on my website. The first person who books a session is a dancer. I was like, okay, universe, (laughs) you got me. Um, So I think there's just, we don't allow all these limiting belief systems that we just spoke about, but then also believing that you're worthy. People are like, well, I have to do this first and I have to do this first and this first and this first to be able to charge this much. And you can see it, you can see it in a person sometimes where they're like, let me get this degree. And they have like a gazillion initials after their name. And, and I've, you know, I, I, cause I know people I've talked to them who do this and, and maybe after time they're like, yeah, I guess I thought I had to get another degree. (laughs) And yes, there's passion, right? Like I love learning, like all the courses I've taken, I've spent like at least half a million on all of my personal education and growth over, you know, in my adult life, at least, um, I love it. Does it always give me the thing behind my name? No, but one of my first uh, coaches also would say, you know, I would, when I would say, can I do this? Am I good enough? He's like, you've been living, you, you have your whole life of experience behind you, you know? And what does it start with? The belief, the desire. I wanted this thing. I saw an opportunity that it was actually someone asking me, can you, do you know someone who can help me with this? And I was like, let me think of everybody else. And then I was like, wait a second, I can help this person with that. And I can choose to charge this. And that was my, that's when I had my quantum leap. When I made that first five figure sale later, a couple months later, I made a, a through text message. I made a sale 
that uh, was almost as much as the, the amount I had made the year before. Like in a 10 minute text message exchange, I made last year's income. And it's like, wait a sec, that's not what we're taught. You know, we're taught lack. <laughs> I love that you're laughing. <laughs> we're taught lack and scarcity. The universe is not abundant. And man, like, look at the problems that creates when we're not, and, and, and like there, that's where stubbornness comes in. And I had that stubbornness too. And it was like, you know, even investing, I invested in that first year of coaching more than I had made in my previous year's income. But it wasn't until I removed all those belief systems that said, oh, this is elitist. This is only for certain people. Um, I'm not taking care of everyone. I had to let those soften and open up. And that's, that's how I, like, that's how I got through the needle. I let go of all that, those, those, all that baggage of um, misalignment that wasn't allowing me to take that amazing, incredible focus step. It's like everything with vibration, right? Every, every experience, everything has like a vibration, a code and energy to it that has that experience in there. And it's the same thing when it comes to like, you, when you were saying like, um, like, I know for me, I've gone through this in my chiropractic business. I've done, gone through this in my coaching business and, and different experiences where it's like price sometimes can be your benefit. And one of my coaches was like, he doubled his price one year. And I was like, I hope you're not going to double, you know, my price in coaching. I've been with you for a good amount of time. Does your grandfather, do I get a percentage here that, you know, you're going to only raise it on? And, and he's like, are you serious? You know this better than I'm like, I'm messing with you. I go, raise the price. I'm going to tell you right now, though, I better see better. You know, I don't mind you raising the price on me, but I want to know what the income I'm going to make from that. What's the success I'm going to see now from what you're learning, what you've been investing in so I can apply. But uh, but it's sometimes when you do that, though, you kind of filter out certain people like he would tell me afterwards, like I got better clients now, nothing against the clients I've had. He goes, but I have better clients now because they're they come, they're ready, they're committed, they're ready to go. And when I did that in my chiropractic office, uh, people are like, how much do you charge? The other guy down here does this. I'm like, you can more than happy. If you want to price exchange things, go right ahead. I'm, I won't get involved in that. Uh, but then, you know, they go there, they come back and then they're like, you offer a different type of care. And I'm like, here's what I offer. Here's why is at that price level, only certain people are going to come to me because of that. Um, and I thought at the beginning, same way, like, uh, you know, I'm not serving everybody like a hood. I had a vision of helping everyone in the world. Um, but it comes to that point where, you know, doing that, um, not only helps you it, it, from your financial goals and so forth, but you're also getting the clients and the people that you want to work with that you actually have a vision for your ideal client or patient, um, to attract and utilize it. And I'm assuming you've gone through that experience. Oh yeah. Yes, for sure. Because I, I mean, I've even had to do it recently because I'm still, I was like, oh, I'm, st I still get like snagged by that. Let me help whoever, whoever's in front of me. And if we go to, uh, you know, two things from the Bible, since you said you read it um, twice, <laughs> do not cut, cast your pearls before swine. Um, and I, I can't remember the rest of that quote right now, but I know the gist of that is, you know, we, we actually do ourselves a disservice when we're trying to serve someone who's not asking for it or who can't appreciate it. Um, we're not serving either party there. And I think um, this is not to specific stories, but <clears throat> I mean, I think that like the Bible is amazing, just like all of the other, you know, like spiritual texts out there, it can have a bad rap, you know, um, it's like, but <laughs> I won't go there, but, <laughs> but the, you know, the other thing that I was, that was uh, taught to me somewhat recently 
that quote I've been working with for a while, the do not cast your pearls before swine, but that Jesus really only helped people who asked for it. You know, and I think when 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 a person like goes through a process of learning a ton of information, I did this when I first started learning just diff- all my different body practices that got me through injury. Um, when I first started studying energy medicine, which I was like, oh my God, like all these amazing things can happen. I wanted to like share it with everybody, but not everybody wants it, you know? And, and I totally agree with you. Like when you set your standard, you'll attract the people who are on the, on the same vibrational level as that. And yes, they, they are committed to working. Like I, I know my first large investment in coaching, I literally hung up the phone and after I made the credit card payment, I was like, my, my subconscious kicked in immediately. I was like, I was duped. Oh my God. What did I do? I just spent like five figures on this thing. And then like, when I actually showed up to work with my coach for the first time in person, I was like, wow, I did this. Like, I'm going to start focusing on where I want to go. So there's just, it, it's true. There's, there's, it's, it is a vibrational thing. It's, I feel like the pieces start to arrange for a person to see that they're ready. And I just know personally, <clears throat> even as an artist, I was always interested in like, what's that, what's that edge where the transformation is happening? So I, you know, when I had just my energy healing practice, I love my clients. I love my clients I was working with, but I found that my design was not just to like help the person's back pain go away, but back pain go away. So that what, so that the next step of transformation could happen. So I wanted people who were seeking beyond. And I knew for myself, I wanted my own back pain to go. This is what happened literally for me with my amazing chiropractor that I worked with in New York. I had back pain. And he was like, hmm, we got to work on your anger. And I was like, oh, my anger, <laughs> you know? And, and then like that, that was like, oh, wow, this is, and I wanted to dance, right? I wanted to be able to go on stage pain-free, teach all those things. But then I realized I have to do some emotional, mental mat- maturing here. And then that affected my dancing. And that like, let me show up as a fuller person there. So I just went off into a lot of different directions. I can't even remember what the original question was. <laughs> Creative mind, but yeah. you're answering it though, so that's what matters. Okay, good. Yeah, and it's and it's it's a, it's interesting too. You bring up you know um, you know even with like your chiropractic experience, and he's like, well, working on anger. You know, sometimes it's even going deeper. Like I know my office, the way I ran it was is. Uh, someone comes in and says, I just want to get out of pain. And that's it. I'd be like, I can refer you to 20 other chiropractors. Exactly. And people are like, don't you want to help them? And I'm like, that person is not for me. I'm going to put so much energy into that. And it's going to be less coming back to me. Cause that's to be a win-win and like, you're getting paid. I go, yeah, that that's not what motivates me. That's not why I do what I do. I know that as long as I'm passionate and do what I do and I do it well, and I serve the people that my being authentic with it all, my byproduct is going to be financial wealth with that. And I know that. So that's not my drive. Uh, but it, yeah, there's, and there's so many uh, awesome little things you're sharing about like that one little, where's that wall that that's trans creates transformation from a dancer standpoint. I used to look at the, or even from like, that's what got me in the mindset world. And it, it, it vastly, it was like looking at the athletes and just, you know, looking at Michael Jordan, someone I always talk about because he is not the most talented guy in basketball. He's not. And people be like, Oh, he was talented. Look at his leap. I, he was not the most go. There are so many better players that from a talent, LeBron James, way better talented player than from talent wise 
than because uh, he's taller, he's bigger, he's faster than, than Michael Jordan. But what Mike, Michael, Michael Jordan, the greatest, is, is that mindset. It was just and people who watch The Last Dance, I always tell you, if you I mean, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. You'll you'll really get to grasp and understand that mindset because I loved it because being an eight, nine, 10 year old kid, 12, you know, 12, 14, watching them win the championships and all that. That was a different view where I was. And then when I went back to watch The Last Dance, I'm going, yeah, holy cow. I have a better appreciation for this guy than I ever had before. Yeah, it's very beautiful, I think, to watch that that uh, documentary from that perspective. There's so much there's so much intention and talk about burning desire. Yeah. Where he like, he can go play golf. I forgot who was, who was, who was he, he was challenging. It was in the playoffs and he's like playing, he's, he's drinking and playing golf. And the guy's like, Oh, you did 18 holes. There's no, and he goes, I'll score X amount of points. And we'll win. And he's like, there is no way he goes, does it like nothing. And I'm just like that to, to just say, you're going to do it and be that convicted and not be like, it wasn't selfish either in a sense. I mean, he still played a great game with the team. Uh, just mind blows me. But anyway, that's a whole nother discussion. Um, Michelle, this has been awesome. I want to be able to give an opportunity. How can uh, listeners connect with you, find you and, and see what all you're up to and everything? Yeah. So go to Instagram right now. Follow me at michelle.boulet, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E dot B-O-U-L-E. And I'm on Facebook also. Um, but also my website, michelleboulet.com. And I have, um, we're actually about to change it <laughs> right now. It's realigned towards your dreams. There's a, there's a free 15 minute audio on there, which is a fantastic practice that involves uh, mind body. There's a little movement practice and spirit to align towards what you want. And that will get you on my newsletter and we can then start a conversation and you can see what my work is about. Awesome. I'll have that all in the show notes for you guys to tune in. Michelle, this has been awesome. I like a lot of crossover here in our lives. Really, you know, I love when I when that happens. Uh, appreciate the work you're doing and all that you're doing for everyone. And you know, and thanks for taking time to share your wisdom and and your knowledge with all the listeners here at the Mindful Experiment. Thank you for your work also and for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.